Solid. Alrighty. Hello. Welcome back to Spiders Have Sex. Let's talk about it. Season. Season two. Season two. Season two. All right. So, hi. Um, it's Fabi. I don't know if you remember me. I am currently a senior. I am a major in both biology and visual media arts practice. Um, I'm here with my co-host. Sam. Mr. Sam. Sam, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Yeah. I'm a senior. I'm studying psychology with a minor in health studies. But like, honestly, I'm just all over the place. I don't, I don't know what the heck is happening half the He's time. Bouncing everywhere. Bouncing everywhere. Just, uh, just, you know, just having fun with it. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess for the past, I mean, we haven't talked with these people for about a year and a half, maybe yeah. two years. Yeah. Um. So for the past two years, I guess I've been focusing on my art, doing my drawings and my paintings, taking a bunch of stupid biology classes, <laughs> um, and in just preparing for my um, grad school journey, which hopefully I'll start next August. Oh, it's so spooky. Um, yeah, I, we're both graduating hopefully in May, um, but right now I'm just going through like the whole application process for grad schools. So that's a lot, but what have, what have you been up to? That's the same. I, I, I can't even comprehend grad school stuff right now. I mean, like, I know everybody else is, like, not everybody else, but, like, a large majority of people are applying to grad schools Yeah, right it's now, a lot. And my heart goes out to y'all. Thank uh, you. Could not I appreciate be me. it. Could not be me at all. I'm, uh, so, so yeah, I've been, I've been abroad for the past year. I've been in the, the wonderful, wonderful Britland. It's not that amazing, but it's, it's, it's cool. I was in the UK, um... And while I was over there, uh, some people stumbled upon this podcast and were like, oh my God, Sam, you, you did this. And I was like, yeah, like you did it. Our whole entire SSIR class, flashback to that moment, mm -hmm. sophomore year, and they were like, you have to bring this back. And immediately I texted Fabi and I was like, Fabi, we got to get this thing on the ground and moving again. Yeah. And for those who don't know, this whole project uh, was a capstone project for our sophomore scholars in residence program. Um, we had a capstone project and basically it was my proposal and we all kind of worked on it our spring semester of sophomore year and it wasn't until this summer where um, Sam was like harassing me <laughs> and I was like honestly let's let's do it and obviously last time uh, for those listeners who heard our past episodes mm -hmm. our podcasts were very much scripted they were very information-based because we, I mean, the whole point was for it to be a sex ed for college students, mm -hmm. but originally we wanted to be more conversational, but it ended up just being a lot more informative, which is great. But for the second time around, we wanted to be a lot more conversational, a lot more laid back, mm -hmm. a lot more relaxed, mm -hmm. more of like a train of thought between Sam and I, as well as other students, because we are collaborating with other students in other departments. Mm -hmm. Um... So it's a lot more, I don't know, like it's more of like you're like talking with your friends in your dorm rather exactly. than like yeah. listening to like a seminar and yeah. like a huge auditorium. Literally, spiders have sex. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let's that just is, talk. That includes y'all. Like this conversation is a collaborative experience. Like we hope that you will carry on these conversations with your own friend groups. Like and like if we or say even something. with us, like Literally, if yeah. we say anything that like is problematic or <laughs> just like uh, an interesting thought that you want to flesh out mm -hmm. or if there's something you want to correct us on we're mm -hmm. like m you're more than welcome to like reach out 
if you even want to like say some stuff to include it in our episodes we can yeah. also do that we're in no way shape or form perfect you are welcome to to dm us on spiders have sex mm-hmm. as well the instagram page and do whatever you need to there but i mean yeah this is this is a conversation like we just want to be like honest with our own experiences like again we're not perfect we're not experts but we do have a incentive into opening up this conversation it's a conversation that's useful every everyone and also like i feel as if the real intention and the real conversation around sex is just to point out like the misconceptions about it and how there's just a bunch of different mindsets going into it and what it could look like um but sex is just this extremely liberating and freeing thing like not everybody experience not a single person really experiences like sex universally like it's not like one thing that is sex it can be liberating and freeing to everybody so yeah just sort of coming into this conversation with that in mind and promoting that so definitely definitely completely agree with you sam and Mm. i guess for today we're kind of going to be focusing because we need a theme. <laughs> so we were like, which should we talk about? So we decided to um, settle on the topic of hookup culture because, I, f- I mean, we both feel like it's such a relevant concept in the life of a college student. Mm-hmm. Um, all throughout your undergrad career, I yeah. mean, I think it's more prevalent, I guess, not prevalent, but a little bit more shocking when you first come your freshman year um to step into that um but uh, it prevails all throughout your yeah. undergraduate career depending on your status and you know just everything that you're going through i'm getting flashbacks to our freshman year when we like couldn't be like six feet apart from each other oh my god <laughs> like when you could literally couldn't have anybody in your room when literally like, like the ra would be like police <laughs> and like knocking in on your door and writing people up you literally have like two people in your room playing board games and you're just terrified and you're like suspended yeah. there's like two people in your room you're like suspended <laughs> terrible wild wild time but yeah, yeah terrible but anyways i guess the, the first question is just to like address or like kind of add a definition Mm -hmm. personal definition to what is hookup culture to Mm -hmm. you yeah no uh hookup culture is interesting yeah i guess the definition i've sort of stuck to or found good for me in understanding what hookup culture is it's kind of like this like fulfilling of a physical desire in like a non-emotional way it's like very raunchy i guess it's like that's the earthly desire piece i guess it's just like yeah fulfilling a physical desire whether it be like making out whether it be like penetration whether it be like oral sex or any sort of pleasure whatsoever um with like no emotional attachment whatsoever just be like this is a completely purely the only reason why i'm doing this is just for physical gratification yeah Um, i completely agree with you i think it's a very transient moment i think it's no intimacy emotional intimacy is involved i think it's just a very kind of passerby situation where you kind of just like you said you get some kind of physical gratification out of it whether it's just like a kiss or making out or oral or just full-on penetration it kind of just depends on yeah on the boundary that you set for yourself but i guess you mentioned the word raunchy and i've we've talked about it a few times and i don't know why now i'm thinking raunchy and kind of like a negative connotation it kind of i feel as if that's like the vibe that hookup culture gets though it's like hookup culture is perceived as like this negative thing like hooking up with somebody is like stigmatized and so which is weird because so many people participate in it yeah that everybody just puts like this yeah do you think it's it's linked 
to your perception of sex oh definitely yeah no i like thinking that participating in it in such a like a a fast pace is like raunchy definitely and i I think that's like i I mean we talked about this a little bit as well but like i feel as if sex in general is always something that i still sort of like demonize in the back of my head no yeah (laughs) for those of you who do not know or listen to the first season i was raised like extremely religious i was raised coptic orthodox um and i had like very strict parents growing up um i didn't curse until middle school and then i and then i jumped the bus i guess (laughs) uh very much went off the rails for a while but yeah like like, still like there's lots of like different sort of stigmas and like ways i think about sex and gender especially that are sort of infiltrated by how i was raised and like the cultures i was brought up in and like again like that's like super important whenever we're entering a serious conversation like this is that you know your culture is how you were brought up how you think about these things are largely impacted by you know the experiences you've had and the people you've talked to and you know. and you shouldn't be villainized for that either i mean yeah. like i feel like a lot of the times there's this kind of like moral hierarchy of like oh my my belief on how things work is better than yours yeah because of this and that and this and that reason yeah and i think it's important to be self-aware like yeah for example somebody would tell you like oh but like you're being such like a conservative prick because you think that sex is bad but you're like no it's literally just how like i was raised (laughs) like i'm trying really hard to unlearn these things but like it's still difficult yeah because i I feel like that happens a lot i feel like i feel the pressure of constantly having to like get it right or Mm -hmm. like make or say the right thing when Mm -hmm. it comes to like hookup culture yeah because at least for me hookup culture like I mentioned, it's like this very transient thing. And although I I was also raised very religious, you know, I, I was raised in the Catholic Church back in Puerto Rico, which is where I was raised. Um, and I went to Catholic school my whole life. Luckily, I had pretty open parents. They were mm. always very supportive and trying to keep me like they they were Catholic, but they knew that abstinence wasn't like a like a thing that's mm. very popular. So so they were like, listen, we were young too you know shit happens (laughs) the only important thing is that you're safe about it and my mom was always super honing in so for me yeah for me like sex wasn't ever something that i was prohibited at least until i was like in my late teens Mm -hmm. because my my parents understood that like if you tell a kid not to do it they're gonna do it so they were like honestly we're not promoting you to do it but if you're gonna do it do it safely yeah so i i was i was never brought up to think that sex was bad but I guess I was taught to cherish my body mm-hmm. in a way like I not to say that like my body is a temple <laughs> but like it is and I feel like per- at least but personally <laughs> not, that it, not that it is but it is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. no it's just that I I've as I grow older because I feel like I felt pressured to participate in hookup culture back home in high school I felt like I needed to you know I needed to look a certain way and act a certain way in order to get validation from the opposite mm-hmm. gender like the people yeah. that i was into yeah um so i was always trying to throw myself into it and alcohol was typically involved in that situation so but it felt less genuine it felt like i i felt like i had to rather than because i wanted to mm-hmm. so as i grow older i realized you know the reason why i never wanted to participate in it is because i saw sex as such an intimate occurrence mm-hmm. And so, like, 
not to say not to say that I was fucking in high school. I mean, <laughs> I was I was a super loser version of high school. Like, let's not talk about that. But um, most people were just that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But um, I like as I grow older, I realize that that was just something that I never wanted to participate in because mm. I feel like for me, it's such a special occurrence. I'm a person who gets easily attached, so I never felt the need to participate it in it further than i did in high school Mm -hmm. which was like kissing yeah because i don't know it's not that i guess it's not that i demonize sex Mm -hmm. sex i think it was the opposite it was Mm -hmm. that i oh my god sorry (laughs) it was that i featuring featuring a phone call from the boyfriend (laughs) featuring a phone call from the boyfriend okay i feel like it's kind of interesting though because like talking about the experience from like leaving high school and like you know, you don't you, like like you said this earlier on, but like not having the pressure of like your parents like I mean yeah beating down your neck and then coming here and being like oh my god like there is a whole world out here and, and like so many possibilities of definitely shit that could just happen. I mean I guess it, I lost my train of thought. But, <laughs> um, well, what do you what do you think your expectation was when from coming from like high school and coming into college like? Well, I mean, I was sold on the idea of like hookup culture was like ingrained <laughs> in the college experience. I mean, from all the exposure from the media mm-hmm. and movies yeah. and all this shit, like I was always shown that once you get to college you're gonna be fucking like that's just what happens and coming from you know i like right after the pandemic it was still the pandemic i mean we graduated may 2020 so like it was like going from that of like complete isolation and not talking to anybody and like Mm -hmm. very very limited physical contact with family or like friends or like much less you know like Mm. a shoddy or something you know (laughs) like it was very i don't know it was very weird yeah coming to college because you also came from an all-girls school i came from an all-girls school i went to a catholic all-girls school for seven years so i was in a classroom for the first time with a man january 2021 (laughs) because i did online the fall semester so when i was in a classroom and i was like what the fuck (laughs) like i didn't know how to behave around guys i mean which is a conversation in of itself of like Mm. why like why i think going to like an all-girls school was terrible for me Mm. because i feel like it completely destroyed my social anyways (laughs) that's 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 another thing oh yeah with keeping that in mind with keeping that in mind that i you know that whole thing mm-hmm. that i don't necessarily want to participate in hookup culture exactly, and then that's yeah. but then i feel like i'm doing it wrong like i feel like i'm a prude mm-hmm. or i feel like i'm not getting the experience i should mm-hmm. like back then when i wasn't in a committed relationship but um or for people who do want to participate in it they feel like they're going to be labeled as like raunchy, raunchy <laughs> or like you know like what are you doing like do you not value yourself do you not respect yourself yeah like the differences of like opinions in in like regards to like hookup culture, just sex in general is just like so intense. And again, like like everybody goes into it because we don't have a conversation about it. Everyone goes into it thinking that like their way is the right way, and mm-hmm. sex is something that people feel as if they have like lots of reasons to like condemn or other another person for. But like in reality, like again, we're all just trying to figure it out. Like I even imagine like. For example, like, I think I perceive myself as, like, someone who spends a lot of time thinking about their sex and gender and ideas regarding it and having open conversations about it. Um, And I'm also someone who was raised with, like, an extremely simple baseline level of, like, how sex works. Like, I thought that, like, 
like kissing would mean you had babies. So when I heard oh. that, when I, when I heard that, like, oh, my friends made out with somebody, I was like, how do you know they're not going to get pregnant? Like, how, like, <laughs> like, it's like, like, I could never become a dad when I'm like, like, <laughs> like literally teen pregnancy. You're going to be a dad at 13. Literally. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was so absurd to me. Um, that was literally until I went into public school. I was homeschooled for five years from third grade to seventh grade. And then once I got into public school, I said that to like, I'm pretty sure like, like my like neighborhood friend. And I was like, 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 how, like, are you not scared of like getting like her pregnant by like kissing her? And <laughs> I don't know. So like, again, like everyone is just sort of on their own journey and trying to discover their own ideas regarding sex and how they want to navigate it because everybody is different. And like, you could enjoy hookup culture and you can enjoy hooking up with somebody or you just be like, hey, that's not my thing. Like recently yeah. I've, I've done like a little bit of a Tinder adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I got out of a, a long-term relationship and I kind of was like, you know what? Like I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to try out Tinder and I tried out Bumble. Um, my friends told me to try Hinge, but I haven't gotten around to it yet just because that's when school started picking up. But um, I went on the app, and I definitely had this intention of, like, it being just, like, fun. And I'm just going to go with the flow and just see where things happen. Um, but the more and more I got posited with the possibility of, like, hooking up with somebody, the more and more I realized that, like, that isn't what I was really comfortable looking for mm-hmm. and, like, really comfortable doing. Um, I would like to be comfortable with hooking up. And I think, like, if that option was posited in a way that felt comfortable and safe for me, like, yeah. I would engage in it, but for the time being, I don't think it's necessarily something that I'm interested in, like, just the fleshly, quote-unquote, like, stereotype of, like, hooking up, just being, like, two people in a bar, someone buys them a drink, and they immediately start making out, and they go home, do whatever the heck, have sex, fuck, that's, I'm using explicit verbiage, because (laughs) this is a podcast where we talk about that, Um, but yeah, like, some people find that appealing, I don't necessarily know yet if I'm one of those people. Um, I think there are multiple safe ways to explore doing that. But yeah, like everybody just sort of comes into it their own way. Yeah. And for the people that decide to participate in hookup mm-hmm. culture, why do you think they do? Yeah. I mean, well, one, like definitely could be that, you know, they're just trying to explore themselves, mm-hmm. figure out what the heck does sex mean to them? You know, what what it, what is sex? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But also just to like... There's also, like, stress relief. Like, I know I'm someone who the more stressed I am, generally speaking, the more, like, sex becomes appealing to me. <laughs> like, as, like, specifically a reason to, like, decrease my stress. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, being able to, like, the whole flirtation process yeah. and, like, getting to talk to someone when you mm-hmm. actually hit it off. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's... It, it, it makes you happy it like gives you this kind of exhilarating feeling and it also distracts you from like your other like (laughs) responsibilities and like from that goddamn midterm yeah from everything that you're like going through it kind Mm. of provides this kind of you know escape yeah and also i feel like it just also feels good to have you you know yourself validated sometimes i mean like although i don't think people should solely be putting their like self-acceptance and value into their ability to hook up with people please don't do that you know like or like based on your like body count or how many people you've like fucked or like Mm. whether they're hot or not like i don't think you should 
you know put yourself in that kind of box but like it does like i you'd be naive if you said that you, it didn't feel good to know like damn i can bag a bitch yeah. like you can bag someone <laughs> like it feels good and also just having someone find you hot and sexy and attractive like that feels That's good yeah it feels good i mean yeah. it, it, it there's nothing wrong in admitting it i just mm. don't think you should just put all of your you know yeah all of all of your value self-value into that kind of validation yeah. because then that's when like you go to an extreme end where you're mm. just hooking up to to feel validated yeah it's interesting that you bring that up so two things i want to say is like one like there's even like the biological explanation like having sex literally decreases your cortisol levels mm -hmm. um like very quickly it's like it just does that boom and like being able to focus on one thing with the entirety of your attention is like also just a great feeling like you're not having to worry about anything else but also I think the question of body count is like like becoming more and more toxic to me the more and more I think about it like especially from like like someone who's entering into like the sphere of like hooking up and like being like the only per I've had sex with one person my entire life mm -hmm. and like I'm now entering that conversation and it's weird because I immediately felt like this insecurity of like oh like what if the girl has more sexual experience with me or like has experienced more guys than me and like like I like I had this like a ton of negative stigma attached to that and just being like oh like that's like so I have to figure out a way how to know their body count so I can know if I find them attractive or not or like even worth talking to but I feel like okay so because uh, we've had this conversation before about how for some people body count matters and for mm -hmm. some people it doesn't mm -hmm. and I feel like trying to shift the narrative into mm -hmm. one direction is also toxic because mm. for some people like i have always been the type that like extremes are bad mm. and i feel like for some people it is an issue like for mm. some people it really matters to them because their perception of sex is something that's very intimate and special mm. and maybe if the person doesn't agree with you maybe you just shouldn't be you know true with yeah. like for example like yeah. you were talking about how and not to say like if you're willing to change that perception mm. of yourself of like how you feel like the body count makes you like a little like mm -hmm. worried about your own performance when you're with mm -hmm. the, with the person that you're trying to sleep with like if that's something that you're you want to change because you think that it's been damaging to you and your relationships that's mm -hmm. totally valid yeah but for example if this if a, if a girl okay let's suppose a girl mm -hmm. you know she values sex a lot she doesn't really you know sleep around that much you know maybe mm -hmm. she's maybe she's had sex with one or two people mm -hmm. and then she meets this guy and she's really into the guy mm -hmm. um but then he has a body count of i don't know I don't know number five million. Five million. I hope the audio didn't peak on the definitely the audio. <laughs> she, definitely he's like I've that. slept with five million people, <laughs> and then she's like, oh. Okay, Timothy. Chalamet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she she'd be like, oh, like I don't think I feel comfortable with that. I think that's like a lot of people. I mm. don't really, you know, like that. Yeah. And then he he would he's like, oh, but I don't think body count matters. Like, I think it's just something, you know, that if I have sex with a lot of people, I don't see the issue with that. Yeah. What's the point of trying to convince each other of like yeah. which one's the right one? You can just avoid each other altogether. Like maybe yeah. we're just not compatible in that way. And another thing to keep in mind is that these conversations like we should have consent before entering into them. Definitely. Like, and I think that this is a topic that definitely does strike that chord. Like for some people, body count may be a big, big deal. And you'd want to open a conversation about that. And maybe the person's like, hey, like, I'm going to be explicit. Like, I don't feel like unpacking why body count is a big deal for me. Or, like, I just don't want to have a conversation about body count. 
And if that's a problem with the other partner, then like, boom, that's a problem. That's something that may or may not work out or may change the way the dynamic of the relationship happens. But it's also like you, like you said, like, it's not an absolute, like, it's like, I'm never going to go. Like, I think the problem that I have is that sometimes I meet a person and I'm really enjoying their time and company. And I'm like, Oh, this person's like really, really cool. And then the thought of like their body count comes to mind. And I'm immediately like, I'm stressed or I'm nervous or I'm like, Oh, like, like this is a deal breaker for me. If they have like a super high body count, which is like a mentality that I have problems with. And like, I want to change. Um, again, part of the reason why I've kind of just been like, I wanted to try hooking up in general was cause like, I want to break that sort of mentality of, Oh, like the amount of hookups you've been, the amount of people you've had sex with is like, I don't know, like determining how well we're going to work together. Cause I mean like, I don't know that like it, it could maybe inform a person of your quote unquote values. But like my value is not that, Oh, like someone's worth, especially like someone of like i don't know I don't, like i guess i'll put it like this like someone's worth should not be based off of how many people they've slept with in Definitely. my opinion yeah yeah and like i'm finding that more and more like of a mentality that i'm sort of trying to shift away from and I've, i think i feel like i've slowly been doing that like i it's not like a stress the thing that i've been stressed out about recently when meeting people anymore but it definitely was when like immediately after getting out of a relationship and realizing myself in like the single space again i was like really nervous about it and it definitely again it definitely like was a way from like it definitely affected the way i interacted with people i found yeah. interesting um so yeah i don't know that's kind of no yeah i think it's just being s like self-assured mm -hmm. of what you want and yeah. what you think is best for you yeah. and your beliefs and what it should be like if you're someone who like if i if the person who slept with five million people they're like I don't think that's bad. Mm -hmm. I think that's fine. And I don't think it determines my worth at all. Mm -hmm. You're perfectly in your right to think that way. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of the times the conversations around sex and like revolve around, oh, that's wrong or yeah. that's right. When that's not the case, there's yeah. some things that are, I think, okay, but that's opening the door for a lot of nuanced yeah. things. Again, like this conversation is nuanced. Do we want to go into it right now or do we want to? Because I feel as if there's another, there's other things that we wanted to hit on, which yeah. is like, yeah, I feel as if this is really good, but we're probably going to put a stop on this and just address it as like, well, this conversation could always continue and yeah. it could always continue developing, but this conversation is a lot of nuance. Yeah. Um, as is all things related to sex, gender, and culture. Like a lot of our ideas are socially constructed and this is one of them that is and you can decide how you want to navigate that space with that in mind um, but yeah I guess the another question I kind of wanted to ask was like not only why do people participate in hookup culture or in hookups in general but like what do you think are like some misconceptions revolving around like hooking up like I, th I think it definitely when I entered into this sphere I definitely felt like everybody is hooking up and like part of the reason why I think I am hesitant on ending entering into like a hookup culture space is that like I feel as if I'm inexperienced because I've been in a committed relationship and I'm like everybody else that is hooking up now has probably been in hookups for like ages and ages and ages. Mm -hmm. Like they probably like there's that there's again that there's like that stereotype of like everybody's hooking up. Hooking up is a part of like our youth, mm -hmm. like being a twenty one year old or eighteen to twenty one is like quote unquote like 
your hoe phase mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and so there is that anxiety going into it. But like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I completely agree. I even mentioned before that when I graduated from high school and then I came to the year like January 2021, I felt like this huge pressure. I mean, I hadn't been exposed to, to guys in a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I felt this inherent tension on participating in, in this, mm-hmm. you know, newfound hookup culture where I wasn't under my parents' supervision. I wasn't like in an all-girls school. Yeah. Like I was just constantly surrounded by, you know, quote unquote opportunities I guess <laughs> I don't know um, and it did feel like that it did feel like everybody else around me was either talking to someone or doing something or you could hear them through the walls or, you know like it felt like it, it felt like everybody was doing it and you needed to participate in it because 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 you had to I feel like nobody inherently tells you like you're not hooking up with anybody you're a fucking loser yeah. like that's not how it happens it's just like the tension in the air yeah you know what's funny that you say that is because when i went abroad uh, there was like uh, the rooms next to me were like both having sex on like the first week but one of them was playing seabat off of a speaker do you know seabat <laughs> do you know how that song goes it's like uh hold on like you can play like a clip of it if i, I play know. the if i play the clip you will immediately understand what the song is That's the song where the guy was like, yeah, I like fucked her to the rhythm. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and everybody yeah. was like, what rhythm? <laughs> That's like awesome. Um, but I don't know hard. if they were doing it as like a joke or something, but yeah, like that yeah. was like the first experience. That's hilarious. On. Yeah, it was. It That's was actually hilarious. No, I, yeah. I think... <laughs> I agree with you. I think everybody thinks that everybody's looking up and that's not the case. Yeah. I, th- I mean, we've, we've said a bunch of that already, mm-hmm. but um, I guess my question for you which i think is an incredibly like the objective of this podcast is like this episode is whether participating or like can hookup culture be safe or like fulfilling true because the basis of hookup culture is satisfaction yeah gratification yeah but is it fulfilling true that's the question yeah so it's i'm glad you brought this up because while i was on tinder i matched with two people who are really, really cool, and now they follow me on Instagram, and I hope they listen to this podcast, but um, one of the things that, like, we just got into, like, a super, like, serious conversation about, like, what our intentions were on Tinder and just, like, life in a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was was Algerian, um, so we had a conversation about, like, you know, like, the Middle East and, you know, how exactly does that facilitate, how, how does those mentalities of our parents and ancestors uh, sort of impact us? And... One of the questions that I asked after, like, literally, I think, texting this person for, like, two weeks and, like, massive paragraphs being sent back and forth just about these topics was, like, well, like, because I'm, I'm inexperienced in this realm and she has had experience in this realm. I was, like, well, do you think that, like, hooking up and Tinder can be safe and fulfilling? Um, and she explicitly was, like, safe? Yes. Fulfilling? Probably not. I don't really know if I agree with that or not, but I can. We can cover one question at a time. Like, why was it safe? I mean, and why I was think when 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 I think about fulfillment, I think about every box being checked. Mm. You're fulfilled. You're fulfilled. You're filled. You're filled. You. you know, like I. I mean, you will be filled. Who knows? But I don't know if full. Maybe fulfilled. You. I don't know. Um, but I think in terms of fulfillment, 
it's literally that it's like checking every single box and Mm -hmm. i think that hookup hookups may be gratifying Mm -hmm. i think they satisfy our inherent need Mm -hmm. to you know feel good yeah but do i think i don't don't think it's fulfilling but it can be safe i do agree with the Algerian person. Yeah. I think that... <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> I, I don't think they would mind me dropping their name, but their name is Sabrina. So okay, sad. well, I agree yeah. with Sabrina. Okay. <laughs> um, I think uh, hookup culture is safe. It can be safe. I mean, mm. if, especially if you prioritize safety. Yeah. And by safety, I don't necessarily mean just, like, practicing safe, like, contraception. Mm. Because contraception can look different for many people. Some mm. people, you know, they'll they'll be using physical protection like condoms. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go into that a little later, but um, I think safety also just like putting yourself in a safe situation yeah. where it's like you feel comfortable, yeah. you feel content, you feel like this is what you actually want to do. Um, making sure that, you, you know, you're consenting and the other person is consenting. Yeah. Um, and kind of checking all those boxes. Like, yeah, that can be safe. Yeah. Um, you know and what's you, not safe? What? All these boxes that are lying around <laughs> here that I keep fucking kicking. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a messy, messy space right now. Thank you. Shout out, shout out, Nathan. Shout out, Nathan. But, oh my honestly, God. Sh- honestly, shout out, Nathan. Shout out all the Nathans really? out there. Really? I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, Sorry, no tangent. Um, but I, I, I think that hookups will satisfy you sexually, but I mm. don't think that there's like this. Because I think it's kind of empty. I mean, Whoa. hookup culture is fun. Yeah, it can be fun. It, it can, can be, be, you know, you get flirting, you're fucking around, yeah. you're, you're, you know, feeling, you know, some people will feel empowered in it, which is mm. another question. Like, is hookup really empowering for everybody? True. Question yeah. Mark. Anyway, yeah. pin in it. I'm putting a <laughs> pin on that. But um, I think that a lot of people can, you know, feel amazing participating in it. But I, I also think that it's empty. I mean, mm-hmm. you're just satisfying one part which is what you get to orgasm and you have a fun time maybe get a free meal out of it true who knows free but then after that there's like no emotional depth to the situation yeah this is an interesting question um and i'm gonna provide one bit of counter argument because i think that the question of fulfillment is really interesting um but like don't you think that like what we decide to check off is like still sort of subjective. Like I could find like this bottle of water fulfilling if I say like, oh, it's gonna provide me with H2O, which allows me to live and survive. But I feel as if psychological fulfillment is more or less what we're addressing here, right? I mean, yes. That's why I kind of was asking like, what is fulfillment? Yeah. Because my personal definition of fulfillment is that like checking all the boxes, emotionally, physically, you know oh okay like fulfillment that's why i'm trying to like make a difference in satisfaction or gratification and fulfillment because i feel like fulfillment has a lot more depth yeah um that's interesting i'm wondering if or like maybe we're just saying funny letters put together and like (laughs) nothing means anything you know like fulfillment is just sound (laughs) it's literally it's sound coming out of my vocal cords made out of cells that i am attributing meaning to yeah so because we're silly humans who decided to do that like three million years ago and i don't know there's so many like radical theories i could bring up right now like there's one theory that's, well i'm not gonna dive there's so much there's <laughs> there's so many ways of thinking about this stuff guys um but yeah i guess like well i guess a follow-up question to that would just be like well like 
not only what is fulfillment, but also like what do we perceive as being fulfilling in general? Like, for example, like when yeah, checking off all the lists, but like emotional satisfaction to me, it could be like, I just want someone to play video games with. Okay. Or like, I just want someone to like, I don't know, like rub my nipple. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like no, low definitely. key, that could be like emotional fulfillment. I love that. Which is, I don't know, it's interesting. But like the way that we traditionally perceive fulfillment is like, and we can even talk about whether this is like even possible in a relationship. But like, is something or a situation that like gives you meaning and gives you like breadth even. Like it does something that you feel as if, but I think that's just so rare. I yeah. mean, let's let's be real. We're talking about college students. Like, <laughs> like we can go. Have you ever been fulfilled? No, no. College like, students. <laughs> no, I mean, I think like going really deep into it, like it's a great, like, mental exercise. But I yeah. think also like ma- maintaining the idea like these are people who are just trying to like come like that's literally <laughs> it like these are just people trying to have a fun time yeah. you know like get back to the trying trying the, i think yeah i mean it, i think it's incredibly rare for people to just purely be completely fulfilled with having these transient moments mm-hmm. i think satisfied and gratified mm-hmm. definitely yeah but fulfillment i think that's why a lot of people like finding you know some kind of either life partner yeah. or you know because there's also ace people who don't mm. like just kind of finding fulfillment in other places rather than solely placing it on like sex yeah no that's an interesting interesting because i think yeah. that would just be like putting all your i don't know putting all the water in like one cup or something <laughs> putting all the water i don't know there's like a saying or something the whole ocean the whole ocean cup. in one cup putting when all you... eggs in one basket yeah, yeah. that's which the is like thing. when you're carrying around the eggs I don't even know how that analogy works. Is it just like you'll spill the eggs when you put it all in one basket? Is that how that works? No, it's like you're funneling all your energy into one thing instead of, like, properly distributing it across all spectrum. Yeah, okay, I see. And maybe it's like... That's what I meant. Like, that's like... It's like me saying, like, oh, I find... Put all the water into one (laughs) cup. I don't know what I was going for. That's great. But you understood me. I get you. Yeah, no, 110%. But I guess... In terms of, like, also, I mean, we talked about being it, like, metaphorically mm-hmm. fulfilling. But I think it's also important for us to stress how you can practice safe sex. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. we we do have a responsibility here. I mean, we're trying. Yeah. As much as I want to talk about a lot of things, I feel like I also need to stress that, like, not only establishing consent is incredibly important, but mm-hmm. maintaining that consent throughout the practice. Like, yeah. um, I think sometimes people assume consent and i yeah. think that it's very important to you know make it clear maybe throughout mm-hmm. you know like maybe because i know it happens yeah. Be, yeah being explicit and don't be afraid to ask it's hot when you ask trust me yeah and and i think it's also like you're 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 saving yourself from like just like such an unfortunate situation to yeah. be involved in like it's just so much easier to just be like hey like are you into this like are you sure mm. making sure that the person is you know feels mm. comfortable and 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 before engaging in any kind of situation and i think especially not only that but also like establishing like methods of contraception is also nice i mean for some people who like to practice in it because some people either are allergic to latex and they rather do some other kind of method of contraception for some people birth control like hormonal birth control doesn't function so i guess it's important for us to like control fucks you up yeah i mean fucks you up 
Yeah, and especially if you're going to be participating in a lot of hookup culture, it's important to be safe, you, yourself, as well as your partner. So, like, maybe stressing STI testing Mm -hmm. and making sure that you're getting regular checkups. Um, I know that in our university in Richmond, um, the Student Health Center um, provides, like, free STI testing, I think, a few times. I think it's... I think I I have it. I had the dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, for people who are in Richmond, October 19th, November 1st and December 7th mm-hmm. are dates that they're going to be offering free STI testing, which I think is incredibly important yeah. and an incredible tool that yeah. like the, the university is providing, especially because these tests can sometimes run you an insane bill. So being yeah. able to have that um, available yeah. for free is super important. There are also other options you can do. Like you can reach out to like low income community or like or there are like different sort of like social support organizations that like have low income options. Mm-hmm. If that's a problem and you can't do it with the school, there's Planned Parenthood, of course, there's, you can reach yeah. out to them and they can also just give you a variety of resources as well. But yeah, just to sort of stress this idea, like STDs can occur in multiple, multiple ways. It's interesting how we sort of navigate conversations around STDs Mm -hmm. with like it being like this like super scary thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you should do like like nobody is impervious to them. Um, And we can talk about stigma around STDs for ages, but I feel as if it is important to be honest with yourself and get tested if you are pretending on participating in hookup culture or just having sex in general like do that you know that's that's really good practice to have um following that i mean there's like birth control and condoms that are yeah i know that the student yeah the student health center here on campus um has a lot of resources that a lot of people don't know about Mm -hmm. um and i think it's crucial especially because this campus is fucking landlocked yeah and like you can't (laughs) fucking go anywhere so especially like if you don't have a car or anything or you can't get on the bus or the shuttle or you feel like it's weird yeah just go to the health center it's like hidden in the well-being center so it's yeah. not like a lot of people will see you anyways yeah. there's a bunch of condoms outside for free True. that you can grab just a handful like you don't even have to go to like buy like 20 dollar condoms yeah. in etc yeah. or like fucking cvs where they run you an insane amount of money <laughs> yeah. um but you can go to the student health center grab a handful of condoms i know that the student health center or also, backpack full or backpack full you never know um I mean, good for you, I guess. <laughs> but uh, the Student Health Center also provides birth control prescriptions. Mm-hmm. You have to check with your insurance if it's covered. But typically, they they will, they can and will prescribe you birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Planned Parenthood also does birth control. And birth control, I mean, that's a whole other episode. I mean, yeah. there's a bunch of different methods. You can do hormonal. You can do the copper IUD. You can do a hormonal IUD. You have implants in your arm. You have the Nuva ring. You have pills Mm -hmm. you have a bunch of shit and you there's a variety of things that you can choose from um and find the ones that work for you Mm -hmm. and if it doesn't work for you i know that there's tools that you can use like um um, cycle tracking in Mm -hmm. order to determine when you're going to be most fertile and when Mm -hmm. not yeah um so you can like work around it if you're going to be participating in hookup culture and you don't necessarily want to use those kinds of methods you can just figure out when's the best time to fuck around you know yeah yeah um and keeping that in mind because i feel like a lot of the times people say like safe sex must include birth control and condoms but let's be real these are fucking college students they don't give a fuck yeah i mean some (laughs) of them will i mean it ideally they would yeah but some people are just gonna be like i just don't want to wear condom yeah or like yeah and you know what we don't have time to like <laughs> or, or just people who just don't want to and i feel yeah. like it's naive to like push this narrative 
I mean, it is important to push the narrative, mm-hmm. but it's also important to provide alternatives mm-hmm. for people who don't want to use them because some people are just not interested and won't listen to us. Facts, yeah. So, like, you yeah. know what? If you just want to fuck raw, you know, there's this way to do it instead. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Um, and I guess it's also important in order to maintain yourself while you're going through hookup culture it's important to not only be safe physically but safe emotionally setting up safe uh, a safe space around you while you're deciding to like participate in this and if you're gonna be like putting yourself out there it's important that you have a support group you have people around you that are gonna be there for you in case if anything happens or some people to talk to and vent to because sometimes you just want to talk shit yeah and you can make sure that you have a support group around you because Going through all of this alone is incredibly isolating. Yeah, and please difficult. don't do that. Please, please, please tell your friends about this. Or like, just have a conversation with one person, even as like a therapist or something like that. But just like, be vulnerable and open to having conversations around this. Like, do not. Personally, I think it, that's one of the worst mistakes you can do is just going into this alone, like without someone to you have like that you feel like supported by. Is like, don't do that. Go, yeah. go get, go get support. Go get because this can all be very spooky and dangerous. Yeah, and um, I mean you can you can just decide when to when to participate, when not to participate. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to participate at all, that's great too. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Does. Yeah, um, we do not shame. No shame. Ace people slash virgins slash anybody who doesn't really abstinence. want to abstinence people. We do not. We we support abstinence people. <laughs> we we support y'all for not wanting to hook up. Woo. Anything doesn't yeah. matter, and obviously always be mindful about the repercussions that mm-hmm. participating in hookup culture can have both mm-hmm. physically and emotionally yeah um as long as you're keeping in tune with yourself and constant like i think reflecting that is this what i really want to do yeah is so important yeah because if you keep participating in something out of habit and then you notice like it's being damaging you mm-hmm. need to be aware of that and yeah. so make sure you're you're checking all the boxes when mm-hmm. you're deciding to you know go into it um so you don't cause any damage to yourself yeah. either mm-hmm. i think especially just like yeah no i think i think you hit the point yeah yes yeah. and, and, and again what about uh what about like if you're meeting someone online like also just like make sure you're meeting that person in like a safe environment mm-hmm. that's like a big thing for me as well as like you know yeah especially now with all the dating apps yeah with uh with tinder bumble hinged and other dating apps uh meet christians online or country people meet right there's like there's a there's a couple more like that but those yeah christianmingle.com oh yeah christian mingle that's what christian it is mingle. there's one for cowboys yeah yeah that's, I, I think, think that's so. one i was referencing like yeah. i think it was like country boy something, something country, like that country <laughs> country people but yeah um, th- this is this is uh, it's important to stress that this is also an ongoing conversation i mean what we say oh, now yeah. we might not agree with in the next two years who knows maybe like next week dude maybe yeah. i'll listen to this and i'll be like oh i'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah but i mean we're gonna we're gonna publish it anyways because like yeah just have a conversation yeah and i guess it's important keep asking questions keep being curious mm-hmm. keep yourself reflecting all the time about this kind of situation because it is it is cool to think about yeah. especially by yourself and with your friends yeah. i think it's it's and, and honestly it's just me and, and sam here just talking but if, if any of you guys have any kind of advice or any questions or any kind of insight or mm-hmm. just like pondering comments that you'd like to display onto the world you can just <laughs> let us know through our instagram i mean mm-hmm. we're always open to any kind of um i don't know submission submission i don't know <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry. What if someone zoned out and just heard you say we're just open to any sort of submission? <laughs> like, just that one part alone, taken out of context, is great. Oh, that's terrible. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I'm trying to get into grad school. Please. <laughs> um, but I guess apart from that, I mean, Sam, it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. It's been a pleasure talking and having this amazing conversation. Mm. Thank you so much to you guys who have been supporting us since the beginning back yeah. in you know 2022 um it's been an incredibly fulfilling experience fulfilling fulfill not that word again what does that mean to what you? does that mean <laughs> no wait let's talk about let's talk about this for another hour um no nah, but seriously it's been it's been an incredible experience thank you so much to everybody who's who's supported us then and supports us now we're very excited to see where this project takes off to um, we're in, again, as I mentioned, we're in collaboration with other departments, the health studies department, the humanities mm-hmm. department, the will program, WGSS, WGSS, another program that I forgot what they're called, but they're also like really cool and helping us out. We'll, we'll give them a shout out next time. We'll give them a shout out to everybody, everybody who's involved in the project. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And, and also, wait, I just want to, I just want to thank you for listening. No, like, yeah. like the people who listened to this last time that we hosted it and even like the friends abroad who like found out about this and listened to it and like, you know, like that's awesome. That's so cool that, you know, we have people who are listening to this and also like are actively engaging in the conversation, even if you're doing it just to make fun of us. That's thank awesome. You. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for engaging with the conversation. <laughs> like, like we're open to bullying. <laughs> we are. Oh, we fully support being bullied. Thank you. It keeps us humble. It keeps us humble. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's it. That'll be it for us. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Now listen to the twenty minutes it takes for us to turn off the mics. Okay. <laughs>